Hello and welcome to season four of Vitamins for Breakfast. This season, I'm featuring an amazing set of women who boldly share their journey with career, self-love, spirituality, financial freedom, and so much more. This podcast believes in highlighting people during the marathon and not just at the finish line. So welcome to your source of fuel for your soul with Vitamins for Breakfast. Let's get started. Today, I bring you a strong, driven, and go-getter woman that firmly believes that the sky is the limit and won't allow any ceilings to stop her from reaching her dreams. Joanna, also known as JoJo, is a longtime bartender, model, and entrepreneur with a goal of ultimately becoming her own boss. We all know as a woman of color, that's always easier said than done, but this woman is paving the way no matter what it takes. JoJo, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm very, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. You are gorgeous. Let's start Thank off with you. that. Oh my god. Your lashes have me like damn. <laughs> she's Thank so you. beautiful, a woman of color. Her skin is glowing and she's just heading towards her direction. And in no matter where it takes you, you are literally like no matter which direction I am going to I'm going to take it on head on, headstrong. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm really curious like even if someone just looks at your Instagram, they're like, damn, like, who is this girl? Like, she's really, like, paving her way. Like, were you always like this? Or, or like, did this, is this something, like, you built this tough skin as, like, life kept, kept like, hitting you? Like, how did, how did JoJo become this driven person that she is today? Um, I've been like this since my teens. Like, I started working so young at, like, 15. Like, I had a full-time job. What? So, I've always been like, money, money, money. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. Like, I've never been, like, a lazy person Mm -hmm. dependent on people. Like, no. Like, I'm always just like, you gotta get it no matter what. Got it. Yeah. That is definitely that mentality. It's kind of like, um... People always quote Nipsey, especially now that he's gone. Yeah. Um, but that marathon continues mentality that it's like you can't sleep on it. You got to keep going. Yeah. Do you feel like growing up you had influences that really got you to to have this mentality? Because, you know, we don't just we don't just come out the womb and we're like, <laughs> man, I'm ready to take on the world. Like what what really influenced this mentality on you growing up? Oh, my parents, like, they're yeah. both hustlers. Yeah. They don't care. Like, they with it all at all times. Like, yeah. they're hustlers. So, yeah. growing up seeing two hustling parents, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get it just like them. Like, mm-hmm. they never waited for nobody. They've had businesses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it flourished. So, I'm like, I can do the same thing, too. Gotcha. You know, my parents, um, well, my dad, I should say, you know, they don't believe in systematic lifestyles and Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. believe in it as well so it's really interesting that you brought that up because that really makes me think someone said a quote that like parents instill poorness into their children's minds whether they see it or not it's kind of like and I and I really I really do firmly believe that if your parents or I don't want to even and poor is like is like it doesn't necessarily be like you are dirt poor and you're on the street it's kind of like this mentality of like you have to work a nine to five and you have to get something yes. secure because you cannot be left in a circumstance where you don't have money. Make sure you have that security. And it instills this fear on people to kind of right. keep this cycle of the poor class mm-hmm. where it's like, don't try too many things that are risky because it might financially put you in a place where right. you're uncomfortable. And when you have parents like yours, who you said were hustlers, you naturally become a hustler. You right. are really a, a, a mirror of your parents, whether we like to admit it or, or not. not. Right. So it's really interesting. So you said your parents were definitely the two images that you had of like hustlers, and then that's why you 
were, hey, I, I got to get it how I live. She was 15 with a full-time job <laughs> and in high school. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of people don't even know that. I'm like, y'all was working 40 hours and in school full-time. Like, oh thinking back God. at it, I'm like, yo, I was bugging. <laughs> you know, yo, but it really shows you what you're capable of. Right. At such a young age, you were able to do that. That's so crazy. So let's get a little bit into you now as a as a woman, an adult, now that you are out of that phase and now school is no longer a thing. Um, you are a bartender, you are a model, you are an entrepreneur. Um, let's talk about what got you into these non-traditional um, paths to success for you to really create your life as you want it. What got you to take that route versus traditional nine to five, working in an office, Let's get real. Right. Okay, so I started bartending at like 18, 19. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, yo, I love the craft. Like the moment I would see bartenders before I even started, I loved it. I'm like, yo, this shit is dope. Yeah. So I went to marketing school. Yeah. And I got my license and I was like, all right, I started doing it. And I literally like pushed myself over the cliff. Like I'm going to go to a nightclub. I don't even got experience like that. But I'm going to go and do it and learn. And that's what I did. Wow. So, you know, of course, once again, you know, we get that fear that we feel like we need to get a regular job. Yes, yes. So I did that. I I decided to stop bartending for like a year and a half. And I was like, yo, I'm going to go get a job. So I ended up working a government job. I'm not going to say. Really? Yes. But I ended up working a government job for a year. Girl, I had no clue. Yes, I know. Wow. How long did you do that? A year and a half. Wow. And then I feel like because of that, I wasn't... What a change. What a... What what a two, right. Yeah, two sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. So I realized, I'm like, yo, I'm neglecting my modeling. I'm neglecting bartending. I'm mm. neglecting things that I love to work this job that I am miserable mm. waking up and going to. Yeah. And I felt like I was closing a box. Wow. So I walked in, I resigned, yeah. and I said, I'm going to chase what I really want. Right. And that's what I did. And it's so funny. It almost took that... So you had a, you were in it, mm-hmm. and then you were kind of like you fell into the trap of society mm-hmm. for for a minute, for a minute. And, you know, yeah. and, and and you realize, wait a minute, like what the fuck am I doing? For real, it really is. <laughs> it's so crazy because it blinds you almost, yeah. especially when you're surrounded by so many people who do follow the traditional way, and you yeah. see like, damn, they got that security, like they know that check is coming in mm-hmm. every week or every other week, and it's like for me, I don't know if how much money I'll make tonight if I bartend. So it's like. You can fall back into it, but I think every time you fall back into it, you're going to end up exactly where you're meant to be, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And so you, you quit that, that government job. You went back to bartending. And, and, and what was that after that? You never looked back. Never looked back. That's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, the first couple of weeks of me quitting, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, damn, I forgot. I was like, damn, I forgot. Hold on. Me, hold on. What? Did yeah. I just do this? Let me go back. And I was like, hold on. No, 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 no. Yo, because you had benefits. You had benefits and everything. Yeah. I said, let me leave. I'm like, because you know what? Everybody was thinking I'm crazy. Like, oh my God, you're Mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. Ever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I know what I'm doing. Because, you know, a lot of people don't really understand, like, you're not supposed to talk every move that you're making. Absolutely. So they won't understand the vision until the vision is unfolded. Exactly. And then what people definitely do is when when you do speak on it, they put 
their their lenses on you like hey like how you how you gonna do that right and it's always like that people are always like how are you gonna do that like, i'm pretty sure a lot of people for all these people who are successful once they told even their family because unfortunately even your family can try to like put some hate on your dream like even their family's left like oh shit you really did that shit like yeah i really did that shit you thought this shit was a joke mm-hmm. so so you now you're back in it now you are bartending Listen, I, I'm gonna be straight up with you. Bartending was is not for everyone because I speak on it because I myself also went to school, became licensed, wow. did it, and really? I hated it. Oh yes, literally did it the whole nine, paid for it, did everything, and I just couldn't deal with the whole environment of it. Like we were saying off air. Um, we were talking about how, like, as a bartender, mm-hmm. you got to deal with, you know, just the climate of, of people who come in and yeah. just money's being thrown at you and you just have to serve people. And then to add on to that, you know, you're, you're sexualized the whole the whole time. And it's like the better you look, the more money you can possibly make. Yes. So how are you able to, like, put that a shield on and keep going every night to do your job and not let these things bother you? Um, I mean, okay. To clear it up, there's different forms of bartending. Yes, because listen, this is another right. thing. Let's, yeah, let's educate people. <laughs> what, there's different forms of yeah. bartending. There is the sexualized and the non-sexualized. Mm-hmm. At this point, I used to do, you know, the nightclub bartending, strip club bartending. Mm-hmm. And now I do restaurant bartending. Got so, it. and I did private events as well. Like, yeah. in different aspects of different things. Yeah. Um, at restaurant bartending, it's not about, it is about your looks. It's always about your looks, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. But... It's mainly about your craft, your skills, how good of a bartender are you? Because yeah. people will keep on coming back if you're really good. Like, yo, she makes my drinks great. Yeah, yeah, And et cetera. Yeah. Half of the time, nobody killed me for saying this. <laughs> but I personally believe that strip club bartenders are not real bartenders. Okay. Because okay. if I was to really ask them, like, how do you make a Long Island? I guarantee they won't be able to tell me the counts yeah. and the measurements of what goes in it. Good. So, um... Back to the sexualizing part. Um, yeah. You have to do what you got to do. I mean, mm-hmm. is is if you're strong, you're gonna survive. If you don't, right. it's not for you, it's and you just gotta go. Like, yeah. That's definitely. just what it is. And listen, I will. I I definitely get what you're saying. There, it's not all. Not all settings are definitely like sexualizing yeah. and all that stuff. But even even let's say in in reference to you, in in, mm-hmm. in reference to JoJo, because JoJo wants to also model, and you know, modeling when people see you, they might think, oh, like she's good for provocative type of shots or stuff like that. Like, how do you? Because I always think about Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Um, she would always talk about as a as a woman if you put your foot down you know you're a bitch but as a man you're a boss so it's like how do you kind of create that line where it's like i know that physically i might look like i'm this way but don't think that you're going to treat me this way because for me personally i'm curvy and i naturally get put into a category even working as a in the bar really highlighted it for me that's why i could magnified it for me where people think that i'm some sort of sexual object because i'm curvy and it's like i literally did not ask for these curves they just happen so <laughs> so like you have to kind of you have to there's there's just this type of energy that you have to exude for people to not cross that line with you so like what 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 do you like what does jojo do to really make sure it's like you're gonna respect me in these settings even as a model as well like you know what do you really do to solidify those things 
I mean, I personally feel like it's your aura. Mm. It's what comes off of you. Mm-hmm. If you come off a certain way, yeah. people are going to treat you a certain way. Right. And I don't come off as that. Like, gotcha. Regardless of whatever, the same respect I give you, you got to give me that back. Right. And if not, I'm going to back up. And that's just that. Mm-hmm. But um, with the sexualizing, I I do get it. Especially, I get it more from people who don't know. Yeah, and I was about to say, because right. online, if someone if someone if stumbles right. on your Instagram, they're going to be like, damn, damn girl. Yeah, right. And, like, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's annoying as fuck. It's annoying as well. <laughs> but it's crazy, because the moment they get to know me, it's like, oh, wow, you have a personality. No, oh, no shit. Right, no shit. <laughs> no shit. Oh, wow. Oh, you actually cool. Oh, okay. It's more than just a body and a face. Oh, right, okay. Right. And then that's just what it is. At the yeah. end of the day, I can't, I can't tell people what to do. Right, you know, I, I just accept it at this point. Got it. That you, you know, you can't really right. stop the whole, and that's something that I've been working on because it's like <laughs> I get so angry. It's like, yo, I really be letting these motherfuckers get to me. Like, don't think you can talk to me, mm-hmm. especially and talk to me in that way and say those things to me. It's like it, that shit really used to get me. It's like in that setting, and then even now when like you're out, summertime rolls around, and you start wearing less clothes, and people mm-hmm. on the street. I know for you, like people just must be screaming, <laughs> stopping in their cars, like yo, like what's up with you? Where you going? Yeah, for real. <laughs> because that, that, it's not, listen, it's just not for me. But yeah. that's why I have so much respect for people who do it. And when I, being, working on that side, and I'm sure you can relate, like now that you, when you go to a bar, you know how to kind of talk to the bartenders, kind of how to treat them. And when it comes time to tip, you keep that in mind. Because mm-hmm. you know what the night can be like. Yeah. So it's like, that's why kudos and respect to the bartenders out there, the people who do that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a difference, like you said. There's mixologists and like people who are just like, right, just correct. they just know how to flip the bottle up and down right. <laughs> and look good. Rum and coke, bartender. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, quote that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about a little bit about the times that you possibly have some doubt. Like when you take this route of being an entrepreneur, um, it's not easy. You have days where you want to quit, where you don't have any income coming in. Like you know. Do you have days where you're like, man, what what have I done? Like, is is this path really for me? Like, like, tell me a little bit about those those times for you. Wow, because um, we all have them. We, we all, all have, have them. them. Where you're like, hold on, damn, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, yeah. And I, you did have it, as you you mentioned I, I that have, you went yeah. to the government the government I, yeah. job. Yeah. There's times like I would be on Indeed, like hold on, <laughs> let, me, let me see if I'm out of oh line or something real God. quick. But it's like when yes. I look at it and I'm like, damn, like I go get this job, it's gonna hinder me from what I want. Like, mm-hmm. I start thinking about that, like, yeah. when I'm not able to move, when I'm supposed to move, what's mm-hmm. going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I start meditating, mm-hmm. I start manifesting, mm-hmm. and you know you got to speak things into existence. Yes, absolutely. So I just be there like, yo, you're great, you're awesome, you're healthy, you're wealthy, yeah, right? Yeah. You're rich and successful, you're healthy, you're wealthy. Yes, like, yes. I'd be literally like that. Repeating mantras. Repeating. Yeah. I'd be in my planner, I have it all written over my planner. I'd just be in my, like, zone meditation. Right, like, right. You know, a lot of people don't understand, but you just have to keep on pushing. Like, yeah. You have to keep on pushing. And I see a lot of people that push, 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 push. If you keep on pushing, something will come out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And whether it be small or big, like, right. something, something is going to come. Yeah, and that's what I always say. We were talking about this off-air. We were saying how, like, 
um, life gives you nudges like to let you know, hey, you're mm-hmm. heading down the right way, you know? Yeah. And and you have to pay attention to that. And that's why it is frustrating because when you have those days where you're not getting any signs but you've been putting in the work, it's like you, you kind of feel like, why am I doing this? But like you said, it's very important for you to stay centered in what you're doing. Meditate, right. write it down, speak it into existence. Um, you know, be kind to yourself. I think a lot of times it's hard for us to even be kind to ourselves because we are trained by society to to kind of have hate. You know, everything is in a hateful way. Not only yourself, be mm-hmm. kind to other people. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. karma is actually and really is a bitch. <laughs> like, and in the so most true. craziest way, yeah. it hits you. Yes. Like Absolutely. a ton of bricks. You have to be nice to other people. And that, you know what? I'm really happy that you brought that you added that in there because I think it's the biggest piece that's missing from the puzzle. A lot of people think they're doing it right by doing it with themselves, mm-hmm. but you have to create a tribe by bringing that energy out and exchanging it with other people. Mm-hmm. And that way, we can create a community of everyone is kind of uplifting themselves. Because when we're all uplifted, only good things come from that. Right. Um, a lot of times, society tries to keep us at a low frequency, so mm-hmm. that way things can kind of stay the same. But the more we uplift and work with each other, help each other, we all win. Like, I've always been like that, and it's always been hard because growing up, being a kind person was not mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not cool. Like You have to be gully. You have to be, you know, you want to ready to fight on site and granted you know if, if it does come to that you will turn that switch on especially if you're a new yorker or whether you're kind or not you know literally the other day i saw a jewish woman and a black girl throw down on the train like i they, could imagine they fought and i'm like yo it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter your race doesn't matter who you are if you're kind or not she literally was a teacher like her back fell and i saw all her shit as like it's her her books and her pencils i'm like oh shit like it doesn't matter people will turn that on if they have to yeah but what i was really trying to get at is that like everyone everyone has that ability to turn on when they need to but it it costs you nothing to be kind it costs you costs you nothing to compliment each other it costs you nothing to if you see someone struggling trying to get up some stairs help them help them like so I'm, I really am happy you brought that up because it's something that I, I try to advocate for the like mm-hmm. hard like we need to be kinder to each other help each other and look yeah. out for each other um so you're modeling now you're doing a little bit of that and you're on your entrepreneur stuff um tell me a little bit about like what 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 do you foresee for yourself as a future I did say that you want to be your own boss so your goal is really to be your own boss you Correct. don't want anyone overseeing you or anything like that got you and for me, it's like, if I do decide to work, it's going to be because I want to, Good. not because I have to, because I'm mm-hmm. bored and I'm like, all right, let me just do a little something, something. But yeah. personally, I plan on being so busy that there will be time for a job. Like yeah. I'm trying to just quit a nine to five period, like, gotcha. nothing of that sort. You know, just out of curiosity, throw it in there. Like, what what is JoJo like for her love life? Like, if I'm, because listen, but listen, let me let me just say this. <laughs> let me just say this. You are a very strong woman. It's very hard for a guy to to conquer to conquer you. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> it is really hard for a guy oh to God. conquer you. Oh my God! What what would this dream man have to be? If they, if whoever, if they were, oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> let's speak him into existence Hold so he can, on. so he can come in. I've been single for three years. Yo, can I get around? You know, I need to put in around the applause for this because right. I'm trying to be on that Honey. wave. Take a break. I mean, I did. I had took a whole 
breather. Cause gotcha. like you can't. Oh my god. Yeah, this. Day what I'm doing right now, I don't even think like I could have a boyfriend at this gotcha. point. They don't have understanding. It's mm-hmm. where you're going. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm going networking. Why? Like yeah. I mean, I that when that right guy come, yeah. I'll know. You I know. feel like he would have to have total understanding oh, yeah. of my grind. And you, you said you're a Virgo, right? Got it. What is what is the common trait to be with Virgos? I'm not really the astrology. What do they be saying about Virgos? We're perfectionists. Mm. We're, we believe in perfection that don't exist. <laughs> and that is honestly the truth. Got it. Um, we're very generous. Yeah. We're, we're loving people. Yeah. But still do not fuck with us. <laughs> don't don't cross us. Right. Gotcha. Don't stop it. Hello. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, like I said, with that switch that comes on. Right. Got it. So you got it. I don't know what's compatible with Virgo. I don't really follow the charts like that. Do you know? Do you follow that? Um, yes. What, um, you, what is I'm compatible with Cancers and Libras? Really? More cancers than anything. Yeah. Like, and every cancer in my life, I love them. Really? Yeah, all my cancer friends, I love them. I love Good. you guys. Hey, shout out to y'all. <laughs> shout out to you guys. <laughs> okay, so listen, whenever he does come, and hopefully he is a cancer and all that shit, it aligns and y'all work out together. Do you ever, do you see yourself ever wanting kids or is that not a thing for you? I would love kids. You know, I've been on that too. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want, do you want like one? I want like three. Yo, I've been on that too. I'm like, yo, I kind of want to build a little army. You know what I'm saying? A little, a little something, something. Like some football. Yeah, a little football team. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So you, so you, you definitely have, you have, you, you foresee this life for yourself as like this entrepreneur. Um, you know, have your partner, your person you're with, actually have family. Uh, because I don't know, some people have this stigma, this belief that if it's like a strong woman, she literally can't make room for all these other things in her life. Right. And I've been seeing it all the time. That's why I'm glad we have some, social media is so strong because we have examples of women on there who do manage to do it all. Yeah. And we need more examples of people. Like, I feel like when they see a strong woman, they think that she has the independent woman syndrome. Mm. And Talk about it. I feel like we are independent, but we're not independent to the point that we don't need somebody there. Oh. And that's the problem. Yeah. And that's what I mean by the independent woman syndrome. You got like, it. I am a strong woman, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, of course I want somebody there as well. Yeah. Like, I would want a significant other, of somebody, course. my rider, like how I'm their rider. Right. And that's that. But, I mean, if you're not a beggy-beggy female or if you're not, like, no ambition or nothing, you're just worthless, I feel like that's the type of woman that men be wanting even yeah. though they be saying that they, they don't want they that they don't want that but they attract but they that. attract that yeah so i mean i don't know that's yeah. just my opinion yeah no it, it's wrong <laughs> but it, listen, sometimes having an unpopular opinion is popular, popular. yeah believe it or not yeah. everyone may not want to speak on it or say it but or hear ba- it. exactly exactly but in the back <laughs> of their mind they're like yes yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. So, um, definitely, like, um, with your modeling, are you also, like, promoting yourself online? Like, are you, like, on Instagram doing a lot of your posts like that? or? Yes. So, um, I'm definitely posting on my Instagram. There is a lot of content content that I've been hiding. Yes, yes. On my Instagram, but you guys will be seeing them more soon. Yes. But, yeah, I've been I've been working. Got you. I've been working. Got you. She, listen, JoJo is someone who... Um, is working on being a little more open. She's not. She's not all the way like that. These are baby steps to her being more, you know, talking and opening up about herself. Because there are some people, and like like you said, 
um, not speaking so much about your your dreams and your path, kind of you know, let you go on that ride alone, essentially, yeah. because you, it is for you, it is your path. Yeah. Nobody's really meant to take it with you because they can't take it with you because they're supposed to be doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's even in relationship, like we we're saying, like if you, I, I would need a partner as well who knows that both our lives are separate, kind of like Will and Jada. They always talk about that, like we came to add, not to like Subtract, make, right. yeah, or make your life. Mm -hmm. We're here to just be there along the ride you're on your roller coaster i'm on my roller coaster but we're taking it together and i'm like yo that, that's how it has to be um so definitely definitely feel that understand that 100 and you know ha having that privacy i think people should always kind of honor that as well mm -hmm. um but definitely for the connectability of it for people to connect with you you definitely you know you're opening up a little bit letting people <laughs> you know get a little inside look in your life and instagram is like i said is a, is a good way for people to see what you're doing you know what you're chasing and who you are so I definitely will be dropping all her info for you guys to check her out, follow her. Um, to cap out the the interview, I always ask my guests a question that has three answers from you. So I'm going to ask you today, tell me three things you do to keep yourself focused on your journey to success. You mentioned a few things, but tell me like three things that, that JoJo does that works for it. Solid. Okay. Number one. Yeah. My future kids. Oh! Yeah. I don't have kids yet, but definitely I, I think about the, the kids that I have in the future. How oh, I, man. I don't want them to struggle. I don't want them to nothing, need for nothing. So Love it's that. them. Wow. Um, my parents, gotcha. I want to take care of them fully. Yes. I want to be able to just put them in a house. You guys don't have to work, do nothing, just there. Mm. Um, and myself, like, yeah. I just, I can't allow myself to stop. So it's yeah. just, yeah. That's so deep. The, um, the All those three responses, like, damn. The first one, I think, I don't know, I think maturity has a lot, of, a lot to do with that because I myself have been thinking about those future seeds mm -hmm. and, and, and what I want to see for them and the life I want to create for them. And, and a lot of us are like first gen in, in reference to, for me as first gen immigrants, like my parents came here and now I'm the first gen in that. Me but too. I feel, yeah, so yeah. yeah, so you feel that, you you know what it's like when it's like, you're the first to kind of touch down here, here. and mm -hmm. be fully ingrained from birth to like your adulthood. Our parents came at their age or whatever, right. and then mm -hmm. they came here, but we are grew now, up here. grew up here, here, exactly. So we're the we're like the, the guinea pigs. To, yeah. To, <laughs> and we're, we're kind of testing it out, and that's yeah. why I think we need to give ourselves more credit and, and really pat ourselves in the back, because yeah. it we you know we came into it really with not that backing that the people who did grow up here for years, you know, centuries and decades have. Yeah. So that's already against us, but I definitely, Feel when you keep that in mind, the f what you see for those future kids, and even just for the future generations, what you would want to see. That's how you kind of carry yourself as a person to get those things. So that was definitely like that should hit me like a ton of bricks because I like, I also have been thinking like that, and and I and and every everything you said about the family too. It's like who wouldn't want to be like mom? Yeah. Here's some keys. Right. The house is yours. Go chill. Yeah. Go plant something. Yeah. In the garden. <laughs> yeah. Like, hello. Yeah. We all think Girl. like that because we know what we know the sacrifice. We yeah. see it, you know, it's different. It's different compared to, I was like bringing them up, but the Caucasians who, you know, they, their, their parents send, send them out when they're 18 with a nice, you know, saving. Nice and, foundation. Exactly. And they don't, yes. they don't have to ever turn back and take care of their parents. Their parents is good. It's good. Yeah. And we have to be like, damn, like I can't really just turn back 
and be like, I'm out. One, they didn't give me nothing to really go out and run with. And right. to top it off, like, I don't want to leave them. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know. I feel like for minorities and people of color, we really care. When it comes to family, pe- pe- people might have their issues with family, but we really do genuinely care. Yeah. Like, we don't just believe, like, throw our parents in a nursing home and just be like, yo, you know? <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> Um, and then uh, yourself. That's definitely that's definitely deep right there. Yeah. Having having yourself and knowing that what you're capable of and what you want to see for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just some, sometimes too, like you'll just be like, nah, like I've conquered this before. Like I said, you were working at 15. You conquered things that were scary before. Yeah. You can you that really set your tone up for your life at 15 doing it. Telling you, I have advice for everyone. My main advice for everyone. Mm-hmm. Put you first. Mm-hmm. You are first. Period. Yeah. Like you can't love anyone unless you love yourself. Oh yeah. And that's just that. Yeah. Anything that you're doing, don't do it for nobody else mm-hmm. but you. Yeah. And that is like the number one advice I'm giving. Absolutely. Definitely. Because like that that's that's the biggest thing that will keep you on your path yeah. and not let you deviate and kind of fall out because you have to ask yourself what am I doing this for what's the purpose behind it so I definitely feel like that those, those, that's really why Jojo has been so focused on her stuff because you know what you want you see your future and how you want it to be and you have your parents teach you that hustle mentality and that's why literally this girl is trailblazing like she's not stopped when i tell you this is a car that the engine does not run out sometimes she got to get an oil check but she's still going still going yeah it's so dope thank you for being here today jojo i love it thank you you're amazing she's amazing guys <laughs> she is gorgeous thank okay. you so much thank yes. you for being here hope you guys got some vitamins from her like i said i'll be dropping all her info follow her on her journey a lot of big things coming from this woman um and stay tuned for everything that she has coming out with her modeling and the bartending and everything like that and yeah thank you so much for being here <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in i hope you walked away from this podcast feeling more enlightened more connected and just more empowered it is my mission to create a platform where people can create connection through conversation. I thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's podcast. And I do ask you to share it with anyone that you feel can benefit from a little vitamins for breakfast.